Be inspired, supported, and empowered. This is the Global Healthy Living Foundation Podcast Network. Welcome to The Health Advocates, a podcast that breaks down major health news of the week to help you make sense of it all. I'm Zoe Rothblatt, Associate Director of Community Outreach at GHLF, and our goal is to help you understand what's happening in the healthcare world to help you make informed decisions to live your best life. Today, we're joined by Basma Ali, who lives with inflammatory bowel disease. Basma shares her story about getting diagnosed, what resources were available at the time, and ultimately how lifestyle changes and community really helped support her in her health journey. So, Basma, welcome to the Health Advocates. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Why don't you start off by introducing yourself to our listeners a little bit about you, where you're from, maybe how we got connected. My name is Besma. I live in Minnesota and have Crohn's disease. I've been living with it for about 20 years now and have been on social media since 2016 or 17. And we got connected through one of our mutual friends, Tina Aswani Omprika. She's a health advocate with Crohn's disease as well. And she has been doing amazing work with IBDACs and South Asian IBD Alliance, which starting to do some collaboration with them right now. But that's how we connected. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining. And I'm excited to get to know you. And it's so nice, like working with South Asian IBD Alliance and being connected more with the community there. So let's dive into your story. Tell us a bit about what your diagnosis with Crohn's was like and your experience learning about IBD. Did you know about it before? Was it a total surprise when you were diagnosed? No. So I was diagnosed about 20 years ago in 2003, and I just turned 16 at the time. About a month after my birthday, I started experiencing some symptoms, mostly in relation to fatigue. I was just very, very tired all the time. I wanted to sleep most of the day. And I wasn't a very active kid, but this was unusual. And then I started experiencing bowel issues, mostly diarrhea, which I've kind of been a sickly kid growing up in the last few years were even more so before I was diagnosed. But this was just felt like it was all of a sudden. And so my parents took me to the doctor and my pediatrician was asking me about my eating habits, mostly not sure if uh, she was thinking I had a disordered eating because I wasn't eating much either. But my parents, my mom especially, was like, no, something's going on. We need to check her out. So luckily, my pediatrician listened to that and sent me to a GI doctor after getting some tests done. And I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease within a few months. But at the time, there was absolutely no information about it. I think the only person in my family who knew about it was my mom because she studied medical school in Egypt. That's where my family's from. But she only knew the basics at the time. And I didn't really think to look it up online. I was just like, okay. So I didn't really even fully understand that this was something I would have to live with my whole life. It was just, okay, how do we fix this? But then as I was taking medications, I spent the entire summer just laying in bed trying to get used to some of the medications that I had to take. And then I felt like maybe after a year or so, I said, it kind of hit me that, okay, I guess I have to figure this out, you know. But it wasn't until even after college, I just felt like 
throughout my education and my first few years of working, I was just trying to kind of get by without actually learning about the disease. And it was really difficult because uh, college itself was really difficult for me. I just kind of had to do part-time because full-time was too much, actually. It kind of put me in the hospital multiple times. I couldn't focus on my studies, and I was falling behind a lot to the point where I was put on academic probation when I was in sophomore year, I believe. And then work was difficult as well. And so I work in mental health and social services. I was even fired from a job when I was in low-income housing. And that's when I started realizing, okay, what I'm doing right now is not helping. Like I was taking medication, but I wasn't really empowering myself with knowledge on how to take care of myself. And so that's when I started getting into, okay, well, now we do have information. I do have high-speed internet. I can look this up online. And so there wasn't much at the time, but I still had enough to realize, okay, these are the things that I have control over my diet, my lifestyle, adhering to my medication more consistently, all sorts of stuff that I just didn't really take seriously before. And thankfully, I've been in remission since 2019. So knock on wood. Thank God. (laughs) Oh, good. Yes. Knock on wood for that. By the way, I also have Crohn's disease. And it's interesting to hear you say that like, after some time there was a period where you realized like oh this is actually chronic I had the same thing where I was like just so excited to have an answer I didn't think about the fact that this was something I would be dealing with for so long and I want to hear more about that moment for you when you realized that it's something you have to deal with for a long time and then you said you went to go look at resources like what did you find and how is it different now with what resources are available especially being connected to South Asian IBD Alliance and the great stuff that they put out do you feel like there's more better resources now compared to when you were diagnosed or what's still needed absolutely absolutely like I said there was pretty much nothing when I was first diagnosed And so I just kind of had to take the word of my doctors. My doctors have been fantastic so far. I know not everybody has that kind of experience, but I've always had pretty decent um, relationships with my doctors. But, you know, you only meet them for, if you're lucky, half an hour. Right. And so there's only so much that I could learn from them. But for years, I was just trying to say, okay, I'm just going to do whatever it is they tell me to do. But also as a teenager, I was thinking this could go away if I just ignored it, which I'll say Crohn's caused some mental health and depression, anxiety in me that I kind of thought in my mind, if I avoid it, it doesn't really exist, which obviously that doesn't work that way. So what are some of the things that you did like when you realized you shouldn't avoid it anymore? I think it really just hit me when I was interning for a little bit in Seattle, Washington. I was interning at the Children's Hospital and I was getting sick there and then I said, okay, you know what? I have some time. I need to see what's going on or what are some things that I can do. And then it kind of hit me saying, oh, this is affecting my digestive system. Let's see if there are any diet changes. I didn't learn anything about that. I just was told there are foods I should avoid. But I said, okay, what is it can I eat? What should I be looking into more? And so I started with a gluten-free diet, basically. And I started seeing improvement within weeks, minimal improvement, but there was something that made me realize I could be on the right track here. 
And so I did more. And then when I came back to Minnesota, because my internship was a temporary one, I started working for a few years. And then I was feeling relatively fine, but not fantastic. And so I started seeing an acupuncturist who told me that I need to focus more on eating vegetables, which before was like, okay, avoid fiber as much as possible. <laughs> but eat your vegetables very well cooked. Focus on getting your protein through meat, seafood, all sorts of stuff. And just go back to the basics. And then over time, once you start feeling better, you can reintroduce more foods. But she also emphasized on exercise and getting enough sleep, stress management, all of the stuff that we hear about now is like the four cores of your overall well-being. And so I really focused on that and that it was really helping me out. But there was a time when I had a lapse of insurance in between jobs. So when I got my new job, I was a case manager for low-income housing at the time. And I didn't get my medications on time. And so it caused me to get into a huge flare. So my point here is that medication alone didn't work for me. And diet and a holistic lifestyle didn't work for me either. So like I said, I was fired from that job within a few months. And then I just said, okay, now I have to focus on figuring out ways to take care of myself. So that's when I went on internet overdrive. (laughs) And started really connecting with other people with IBD and other chronic illnesses. And it was also part of the reason I started my platform to begin with was I wanted to share my health journey to the public. More specifically, because I realized there wasn't a lot of representation, a diverse representation, I should say. And I wanted to just share my story in hopes that it would connect with other people from my Middle Eastern, North African background, and as well as other Muslims. Because I realized there were some cultural barriers as well, especially when I was fixating on my diet. You know, I had to bring my own food to other people's places. And in our culture, we love to show our love through food. Yeah. How did you explain that? Like, what was going through your head at that time when you had to show up with other food and then, like, not only physically be different than everyone in the room, but then have to explain it, too? Oh, so it was interesting at first. And so luckily, my community and my family understand it now. Um, But at first, it was just so hard because all of my aunts and my friends and uncles were like, can't you just eat a little bit of this? It won't hurt you. When I know it would kill me for a week. (laughs) So Right. And it was really hard because I felt like, number one, I didn't want to hurt other people's feelings. And two, I kind of felt left out because these were foods that I grew up with. And so there was that grieving process of I can't do everything that others can do too. So it took some time and there came a point where I was avoiding events as well, and which wasn't helpful. But at the same time, it kind of eased some pressure off of me, but it got to be pretty lonely after a while. And so it was one of those things that I had to learn that people just do things because they genuinely care. 
but they also wanted me to feel better too. So I think over time it was understood. Now that I've been feeling so much better, it's not so much of an issue anymore because I mostly just stay away from bread and dairy when I go out. But I had to take some time to understand that, okay, this is what's making Basma feel better. I had more energy. I was more outgoing. I wasn't so bedridden all of the time. And so I think just helping the other see that really made a difference in the way that things were approached. Yeah, I think taking that time and like figuring out what works for you and going through different like phases of how you like engage with the world with your disease is so important. We often talk about like the trial and error when it comes to medications, but there's also a lot of trial and error with lifestyle with this disease. And like you're mentioning, you know, like going to social events, taking a step back and really figuring out what works for you is so important when managing a chronic condition. Because at the end of the day, like you're saying, you want to hurt people's feelings, but it's also you. And if eating something's going to put you out for a week, (laughs) (laughs) you have to like go away the consequences there and think about, you know, how am I going to succeed in this situation and feel my best and be able to make memories with the people I love? Absolutely. And you made a really good point that not one thing works for everyone. And I just want to give my advice out there. If one treatment or one lifestyle doesn't work out for you, there are so many other options right now. And the important thing is that you do educate yourself. You have the opportunity and the resources to do so. And it's so important to connect with other people who have similar experiences with you. Because as much as my family and the people that I grew up with are really very caring and have been helping me out, it's really different when you'll get the support and have the connection with other people who are living with IBD who get it or other chronic illnesses too. Like they just understand what it's like to navigate everything to accommodate your own needs. Yeah, I think that's like an amazing note to end on with that advice to say, you know, keep trying to figure out what works for you. It may be exhausting, but there's a lot of community support out there and options. So thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. And I just wanted to say the ultimate thing, I have so much advice to give, but ultimately just have a lot of compassion for yourself. You're not going to figure things out right away. And there's a lot of trial and error, but just like I said, educate yourself, connect with other people and also find time to enjoy life. Do the things that you like. Life is too short to wait around till you feel a lot better. So definitely well thank you so much for sharing that and where can our listeners follow you on social media to learn more about your story so i have an instagram account actually also twitter and tiktok i'm not very good on those platforms so just follow me on instagram (laughs) at this immune life awesome we'll follow you there thank you so much thank you for having me Well, everyone, thanks for listening to The Health Advocates, a podcast that breaks down major health news of the week to help you make sense of it all. If you like this episode, please give us a rating, write a review on Apple Podcasts, and definitely hit that subscribe button wherever you listen. It'll help more people like you find us. I'm Zoe Rothbaugh. We'll see you next time. Be inspired, supported, and empowered. This is the Global Healthy Living Foundation Podcast Network. Thank you.